got something to say, that's all I got to say. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sears Soccer Studs podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a beautiful southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, you ready to cut this biscuit? Yes, sir. I got some butter and gravy this time. We're going to do it. Let's get it done. Load it up. (laughs) All right. So, if you've listened to the pod, usually we start off the podcast discussing a song that we jam out to to get us kind of pumped up. Just a little FYI, we are recording this on Wednesday because we had some technical difficulties on Monday. So we jammed out actually to a song on Monday, did yes. the whole podcast, <laughs> realized that it wasn't recording, and so... It was a Matt solo album. <laughs> it was, with a little bit of background. Yeah, you background. can barely hear me. But uh, anyway, Joe, why don't you discuss your, your song that you chose on Monday? All right, it's a little... It's a brand new jam. Sounds like an old school player anthem. It's called Baby Girl by a British group called Young Gun Silver Fox. I don't recommend the album. It's a little flat, but I heard that one song and I liked it. So. Yeah, it was it was really good. Not going to lie. Yeah, so we'll put that in the show notes. I think y'all like it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what we're trying to do is just introduce you to new music. Hey, you don't have to like it. It's fine. Yeah. But today we jammed out to a new song. Well, new to, I guess, Joe, not new to me. (laughs) It's by my favorite band, um, a band out of, I better get this right and say, I'm not going to say anything because I can't (laughs) remember. Um, but the band's name is Geographer. Been listening to this guy for a really long time. He's a incredible artist. I've missed twice his. Uh, I had a chance twice to go see him in concert and miss both of them uh, due to unfortunate circumstances. But anyway, the song that I chose today, which you can listen to any of them there. I mean, he's got a few albums out that are fantastic, but it was called. Sparrow. I'm sorry, it's called Hideout in parentheses <laughs> Sparrow. So uh-huh. we'll put Hideout. that in the show out show notes as well. So check it out. I think you'll like it. All right. Perfect. So you want to start us up with uh, our league review? Oh, I will definitely do it. I'm going to start with the Everton 5 West Brom 2 game. Everton, what can I say? First half was pretty equal. West Brom, same as last week, looked good first half. Uh, Dean Ghana had the opening goal where Keane and Yerry Mina, very slow to react. So, yeah, they actually started off with the lead. But uh, second half, Everton, my goodness, came back big time. Nice, nice. Anybody stand out to you? Well, we got uh, someone who will be mentioned later. Okay. Um, okay. Not in a good way. Mm. Uh, there was a red card. Kieran Gibbs, red card, yeah. pretty much changed the game. Uh, he got a little angry at our boy, Hymas. You're saying it wrong. James Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who looked amazing in the second half. Rodriguez turned it on. That connection 
it's like uh it's like the love boat man incredible connection uh rodriguez <laughs> and my man richarlison uh, big big hopes for them this season they i mean he's clearly looking for richarlison about every time he gets the ball and if he ain't scoring or getting a pass from richarlison i mean something good's happening you're not even talking about the point of the spear yet the tip the tip oh yes Dominant absolute Calvert Lewin. Lewin. We love some double barrel names here. Yeah. At least I do. <laughs> Triple Gosh. names. Yes. Yeah. The hyphenated everything. I love it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, Mr. DCL dropped three goals. How could I forget him? Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. The attack looked good. They're going to put up a lot of goals this year. I'm but once good. again, you know, the red card right around halftime. It changed the whole complexion. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty even until that moment. And what was, uh, what was Karen Gibbs thinking? I mean, you can't grab somebody by the face and push out. It looks like you're no, hitting them. I mean, no. it was a simple call. I miss man. He got under his skin, and that's what happens. I mean, he got got a shout out to him. Yeah, I know. It was yeah, like, <laughs> what are you doing, stepping on my new He's Nikes, like, oh, man? You touched me. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, but Pereira for West Brom, phenomenal goal. I think he could be a really good player, and if they're gonna stay up. They gotta repeat that first half performance. Forget about the second half, and uh, just keep kicking on. Nice, nice. All right, um, I've got Leeds four, Fulham three. So I'm gonna start off with the first goal. Um, it was actually a PK for Fulham. Okay. What I did not like about this one is the referee first off anthony taylor i do not (laughs) like him oh he's got it out for my boys in blue chelsea but this again was just a strange call to me so the um the defender slides in the box which i don't agree with you know if you slide slide outside the box if you slide inside the box you better be trying to block a shot, not taking somebody else. You are playing with fire. Yeah. So the defender slides in, knows that he's not going to get there, so he pulls out of the tackle. He literally brings his feet all the way up almost to his rear end. We call that a butt in the <laughs> south. <laughs> yep. Um, and when he does that, the attacking player sees him go to ground and starts to go down before – there was any contact and then sticks his foot out you can see how his his running formation the way he was actually running changed so that he could stick his leg out and actually make contact with the defender now if this wasn't called a pk i bet the referee could have looked at it and given the fulham player a yellow card for diving mm. so yeah just not Mm, yeah. Not pretty, you know. Once again, I don't, I don't like Anthony Taylor. I really don't. <laughs> but either way, um, Fulham go up, and then Leeds just, I mean, just, just dropping dimes on them left and right. Oh yeah, yeah. They scored four goals. <laughs> Patrick Bamford. Yeah, old Chelsea academy player. He looks yeah. good. Yeah. He's, I mean, for tall player i was watching watching him pretty closely like he has a 
pretty pretty good change of speed where it's I mean you just don't expect it coming like he 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 had a beautiful beautiful opening goal yes or his his first goal was beautiful yeah. he took it in stride and then just played it around areola yeah <laughs> around the areola <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, he's yeah. I think a lot of people were kind of questioning whether he could light it up in the Premier League, and so far, he's still good. He's killing it. Yeah, I think he's actually Bielsa's like illegitimate love child. Like he is on a wavelength with nice. the coach. He's doing everything that he's wanting. And Rodrigo, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they spent a lot of money, but so far it's been all Bamford. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bamford's had a lot more time. He's had two full seasons to get used to this style of play. So he's got, you know, two years up on mm. Rodrigo. But um, one thing I did want to point out, uh, Fulham did try to come back and make it a game. It was 4-3 by the end of, like, I think right around the 70th minute. So they still had time to try to tie it up. But they couldn't pull it out. But um, Mitrovic, mm. man, he is an old-school forward. That's one guy I would not want to see in dark alley. No, no, he is a big old meaty, <laughs> meaty Ford, and he uses it that like, you know, just wrong. I mean, he's like a bad guy in a Bond yeah, movie or I could something. See him, I could see him fighting Jason Statham. Ooh, that'd be a movie. good one. That'd, yeah, that'd be, I'd pay to see that. But what I like about him is. You know, if you put it up in the box for him, he's going to attack that header, and nine times out of ten, he's going to win it. He's going to bulldoze yeah. the defender. And that's how he scored his goal. But, you know, also, he does something really smart that not – I mean, you don't have to be the tallest player to win a header. If you time your jump right, you can you can win just about any header unless you're going up against guy we talked about for uh, – oh, in the the pod that on Monday where <laughs> didn't make it out to air, yeah, uh, the six foot seven left back for oh, Brighton, yeah, Brighton and Hove Valvian, yeah, yeah. So Mr. Dan Byrne, yeah, I noticed no Tim Ream that that hurt me. Yeah, I think he might be on the outs. That glorious hair, he needs to cut it. <laughs> Just cut it. He's man. the reverse Samson. I'm telling reverse you. Samson. Yeah, he's getting a little older. This this is probably his last shot at Premier League glory. Yeah. So maybe next week. Yep, yep. So Joe, you got the next one. Crystal Palace three, your boys, man, poo, one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What can I say? Roy Hodgson, the mastermind, he won again. Um uh, yeah. Not good enough. Manchester United did not deserve to win. Looked too flat. Crystal Palace went after it. Uh, Jeffrey Schlupp looked very sharp. Andrus Townsend also very dangerous, just trying to unleash with that left foot. I love Andrew Townsend's hair. He's got like the kid and play flat top going on. I think it's yes. so 90s, <laughs> so stylish. It's fresh. Like, keep rocking it. Yeah. Grow that thing up about, you know, six, seven oh, yeah. more you inches. Want, you want keep some elevation flat. on it. Yes. <laughs> kid and play house party. Yes. London, South London. Zaha, got to throw it up to my man. Had a good performance. Yeah, he did. He gave Manchester United a little taste. What could have been. Yep, yep. He put in a real hard working shift. Two goals. Ran his butt off. 
and wore the captain's armband for the first time for Crystal Palace. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Crystal Palace didn't score more than two goals in a game in all of last season, and they scored three this time. Zaha scored uh, four goals in the entirety of last season, and he's already on three. So, comeback season, I think so. Uh, Manchester United, though, Lindelof, not good enough, buddy. Not good enough. I'm hoping they can put it together. They are a little rusty, um, you know, with all the all the games and the time off. They only, I think, they only had one preseason game. So, I'm hoping Which they, go- they lost yes, to Villa. To Villa, <laughs> I seen it. Yep, in the zebra jersey. Oh man! But yeah, I'm thinking they can turn Manchester United can turn it around um, with a little time. But got to give all the credit to uh, Crystal Palace. Good win for them. They deserved it. Manchester United got to put in more work next time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had a really short period off, so I mean, some of them, yeah, still not. I think it's a little rust, but it, you, there's no excuse to be flat for 65 minutes and then be uh, realize you're gonna lose and then all of a sudden try to turn it on. Sometimes it's just a mentality, yeah. Too there, there's a lot of issues, but to me, mentality was the worst. The energy level was just—it's not good enough. You're gonna get exposed in the Premier League, being that slow. That's where you need somebody like an Antonio Conte on your sideline that just starts screaming bloody murder at you, and you're like, if I if I walk off this field, he may have the Italian mob just take me out. <laughs> like I better, like I better Costa tighten Nostra. up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, – yeah, I know even some players from Manchester United were kind of yelling over to the bench like, what's going on, coach? Essentially to Ole Gunnar. Yeah, not what you want to see. But it's still early. Only one game. We'll reevaluate next week. Okay. Okay. So next up, we've got Arsenal-West Ham. Yep. Arsenal, two. West Ham, one. West Ham, Rebounded from the previous week, my opinion. Looking pretty dangerous. Jared Bowen, he looks like an Arsenal player, in my opinion. He uh, looking very dangerous, very direct. Uh, West Ham outshot Arsenal fourteen to seven. Wow. Um, yeah, very uh, very organized in this game. Arsenal. Yeah, gotta give him credit. Late winner, Nakedia, uh came back and they they won. But overall, West Ham, they looked a little better this week. Until, I think, after the game, David Moyes was diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. Really? Yes. Ooh. So That's tough. It's, uh, yeah, that's not good. But uh, I did like Thomas Sosek, the Czech midfielder. Suchek. Suchek. Yeah. The Czech midfielder basically playing as a second striker. Fellaini role, as David Moyes would call it. Yeah. Eyebrows for days. They look good. They look a little better. But, yeah, defensively, I don't know how much they can uh, keep this up. I think they're going to ship a lot of goals over the season. Damn. Yeah. Arsenal, I think they're they're solid. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I don't have have much. Um, I think West Ham, you know, they, they really step up and play against London teams. So if they could play a London team every week, I mean, they'd probably be top of the table. I mean, this was unfortunate, but 
once again, I think a lot of these games are coming too early for most teams. Yeah. Especially ones on the higher end up of the table that have a lot of international players. You know, they went off, especially in Europe, and played UEFA Nations League Cup or whatever that thing is. It's like, right. it doesn't even matter. Yes. Why are you forcing them to do this? <laughs> so, just really unfortunate. I think um, the season's come too quick for most people. So, But uh, next we've got Tottenham 5. Actually, it was Southampton 2, Tottenham 5. For pronouncing an order, home field, two away. So, Southampton was home at St. Mary's. But um, what i got to say about this first thing is, where's the defense? Hmm. I mean, Tottenham scored two goals before they actually scored a goal. (laughs) Southampton could have had a couple. Like, that game should have ended probably 7-7. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think you and I have talked about this. Defense is just out the window nowadays. Like, you can't even find a good defender anymore. Everybody's attack-minded. Yes, well, I don't know if you saw, but this weekend set the record for goals scored. The opening two weekends. Yes. Yeah, with the Man City game. I yep. did see that. It set the record. Yeah. No no draws, I believe. No, there hasn't. Yeah. So, it's like, like we were saying, yeah, it's trending towards, I mean, your defenders aren't really there for defending there to add to the attack. Yeah. And shutouts are, and we play fantasy. I mean, we love a good shutout yep. for a fantasy player, but they're increasingly rare. Yep. You want you want your defender to assist, score goals, etc. Yeah. Maybe get shut out every here every once in a while, but yeah. Yeah. But uh Tottenham Tottenham just uh once again another team that went down 0-1. My boy Danny Ings. He, gosh, he's a weird-shaped human being. He's, like, all top-heavy. But, man, he's got a delicate little touch. Man, phenomenal. He opened the scoring, yeah. and then just Tottenham, Tottenham just went off. You know, as much as it pains me to say this, probably Harry Kane was man of the match. I mean, four assists. Oof. I mean, he's known for goal scoring, but what he did, and I mean, I've watched the highlights over and over on the goals, and most of his goals were played away from goal. The ball was played to Harry Kane away from goal, and he just took a slight little look up, corner of his eye, played the ball into a perfect space where Son could run onto it. I mean, uh, I, the, the Peacock app is not the greatest. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I thought it was malfunctioning because every goal – was looking the same. I'm like, is yeah. this on repeat? Yeah. Wait, Harry Kane to Son again? Yeah, four. Yeah. Four assists and a goal for Just Harry Kane. Slicing, so, wow. slicing Southampton center backs apart. And they all looked off sides too. You're yeah. like, this can't be right. But, uh, yeah, Harry Kane, oh, I hate to say this. He, he, he added a new feather to his cap. He did. I mean, I was extremely impressed. You know, I, I've always been – a type of player that likes the assist almost more than a goal. Right. When you can set set it up on a silver platter for somebody and they just have to tap it in, that feels so much better to the me than scoring most of the time. Right. Most uh-huh. of the time. Yeah. So, 
But Son, still, you know, he was basically one-on-one with the goalie four times and finished all of them. So, I mean, that's some of them from close range. So you got to give him credit. Man. He's lethal. It was like a buddy movie, like a Fast and the Furious or something. Yeah. Yeah. Fast and the Furious <laughs> Soul. Soul. Soul yeah. Slide. <laughs> yeah. Not Tokyo Drift. Soul Slide. Yes, sir. Man. I'd pay to see it. Yes. I, I really like Young Ming Sun. If he didn't have a freaking little cock on his jersey for <laughs> for Tottenham, I guess that's a chicken, right? It's got to be. I mean, sorry. <sighs> yeah, just. But quick question. Yeah, Bale. How do you see that going? The return of Gareth Bale. Um. Well, he hasn't played much in the last <sighs> since. Zidane's been there. I don't know how much he's got in him. Yeah, I think he can perform really well in a game, but, I mean, Gareth Bell was injury-prone before. Yeah, big time. And he's been on the golf cart, golf course <laughs> a lot since then. So Has he been walking? Has he been riding the golf cart? That's the question. Because that's a lot of miles on those legs if he's been carrying bags. Yeah. He's probably got a caddy with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. A little uh, Wells posse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welsh posse. Yeah. But, I mean, I saw where Jose said basically his love for Tottenham is making him get fitter quicker. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that may be true, but when he goes out there and twists his knee up and then he's got an ACL tear, like, Jose, come on. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see him back to his best. I think the Premier League, it feels right. Having Bale back, I want to see him appreciated. It's been a while since he's been truly appreciated. Once again, he's on Spurs, so don't care about any appreciation <laughs> whatsoever. I see. But he's got that man bun. I don't know if you've seen that picture of him in um, international duty. No. When he took his hair down. He took it down. Flipped it up. There's like a still of him flipping it up, and it's – he looks like something off of Dragon Ball Z, like that kind of hairstyle. Man. <laughs> oh, it was wow. wild. Oh, it man. starts gray and then goes out. Oh, oh man. Okay. Yeah, yeah you need to check it. I had to check yeah. it. Check that out. All right. So the next game we've got was Newcastle zero, Brighton three. Um, Newcastle showed up real strong first week. This week it was like they were on the beach. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But Ugh. we got to give credit to a former Chelsea Youth Academy player, Tyreek Lampady. Oh yeah, I mean literally, if you blink, he might be past you. Yeah, the kid is so quick. I mean, you you said like he was tearing up Alonzo last oh, week. Oh man, he twisted God, his he, underwear up. Yeah, last week. <laughs> I think he. I don't know if he's even come out of that yet. Yeah. <laughs> he wow. got a, he's in rehab from Lamptey. <laughs> he got, the damage Lamptey did. He got a Melvin and a Wedgie at the same yeah. time. From, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, got him from both sides. Man. Oh. But yeah, but yeah. He, looked, he looked good this game too, I thought. He's a he's a heck of a player. You know, but it's really unfortunate that Chelsea couldn't keep him. Um, we had Reese James, you know, both of them right around the same age. Reese James is a little bigger of a unit. Um, and he can he can cross the ball. Not that Lampardy can't, but 
I think Lampady made the right decision and went to a team where he could get some playing time. He didn't get a lot of playing time last year because he left actually in January. Mm-hmm. Didn't get a lot of playing time, but he's getting it now and he's proven his worth. Yeah. He's he's uh, a hell of a player. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's see, Cullum Wilson, your boy. Mm-hmm. He just in the first half, I think it was maybe the second half. He had a ball crossed to him. He was inside the six. Missed a sitter with his head. I mean, like, nobody nobody challenged him. It was from me to you. What are we, like, seven yards? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He was wide open and just hit it over. I know headers can be difficult, but, you know, just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger when you head the ball in, in the box as, a, um, as an attacker. Just head it down now. Yeah. The chopper, yeah, had it down now. <laughs> well, I think he has a 200 pound ball and chain called Andy Carroll. For whatever reason, Steve he Bruce is, is putting the two of them up top. I mean, he is a ogre. Hashtag free Callum Wilson, yeah, yeah. Get his little buddy from Cherry Pop and Daddy's out on the field, yeah, <laughs> little wee man Ryan Frazier, yeah. And let him run around and get some stuff done. Yeah, Almiron on the bench. I mean, I, I say put him, put him in, let him help him, just unleash. Yeah, um, and then Newcastle's defense, like uh, the third goal, my boy um, Mopai, the French guy. Yes, your boy. Yeah. Oh, Neil. Neil Mopai. He picked up the ball five yards inside of the second half. Now, this is a forward. So he should technically have somebody on him, right? Five yards into his half, or I'm sorry, um, it would have been Newcastle's half. So going at goal, picks it up. There's a guy five yards from him. Doesn't close him down. Doesn't close him down. He gets all the way to about 20 yards out. Finally, the guy steps to him. And he just plays a slick little pass to little Conley. Yeah. And he just hits a nice bender across the goal. It's like, why would you allow somebody to come 40 yards into your high without trying to step to him? You know, what we were taught, I mean, that's you could do that at half field. I mean, right when he gets the ball. If he goes by you, yeah, but the ball doesn't. Yeah. Man or the ball, not both. Not both. Take him out. Steve Bruce, former defender. Like, it was pitiful. Yeah, they should Straight do better. Yeah, I thought I did think Conley and uh, Mapai. <laughs> yes, I'm Never sorry. <laughs> We're not French. Yeah, yeah, they look the good. Mopai. They looked. Yeah, Mupe. There Mupe. it is. Sorry. Mupe. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Neil. Yeah. Big fan of the podcast. Yeah, 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 man. Just uh, it's mutual. Just hit us up. Yeah, it's mutual. <laughs> but I got to go at the very end of the game. Something that really just kind of shook me a little bit. Basima for Brighton and Hove Albion. He uh, gets the ball played into him, into his chest. Um, what was the defender's name? Jamal Lewis. Yeah, Jamal Lewis right behind him on his back. Um, Basima tries to control it with his chest. It kind of hits off his shoulder, bounces straight up. And instead of trying to head it, he decides to do a scorpion kick and literally 
basically breaks the guy's nose. It's, I mean, it was something out of a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, it was. It was, man, it was bad. Like yeah. the referee gave him a yellow card for a high kick, but I'm just glad that they went to VAR because I mean, you you can't be doing that. Oh no, no, like full strength. Yeah, I mean it. You could it hurt was somebody. The heel. Yeah. That actually got him in the nose. So that easily could have sent something nose bone into the brain. Like, that was dangerous. Oof. That was dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to see that. Yeah. I mean, when I was playing in college, one of the guys that wasn't a big fan of, uh, on my team. On my team, right? We're practicing. Yeah. So I jump up to head a ball and get a cleat to the head. The temple, actually. Oh. He was trying to trap it. And I mean, like, I I used to have pretty good hops, like, but in college, you know, I was weighed down by a lot of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably didn't jump that high, but That's still, high. when somebody is jumping for a ball to head it and you get a cleat in the temple, it's like, man, I, I, I let him have it. And he was one of these guys that was like real kind of quiet, and he was just like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm like, "There is no need for that. You need to just get off my field." Yeah. Oh, I was so mad. Same thing with this. I mean, just yeah, no terrible place. decision. There's no yeah. place for that. Like, oh, it's brutal. If you haven't seen it, this is not safe for work, man. Yeah. It looks bad. <laughs> it yeah. hurts. So. Yeah. Trigger warning. Yeah. All right. So next game we've got is. Chelsea. Your team. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chelsea 0, Neil, Liverpool 2. Now, Chelsea's my boys. I'm always going to watch them. They'll probably break my heart numerous times. But in this game, they straight up got outplayed. I mean, it was as simple as that. Once again, a red card right around halftime. Changed the complexity of the game. I thought Chelsea played pretty well. I even thought Christensen played pretty well up until that point. But bad decision pretty much cost him the game. Um, after after that, we go into halftime, and literally Liverpool comes out and just has like a training drill. And a few minutes into the second half, they bring on your boy, Thiago. Uh-huh. And he just bosses the game. Oof. So Like a little – Little Napoleon out there. Yeah. But yeah, Liverpool outplayed Chelsea. My boys just really aren't gelling right now. You know, we still have two highly talented people that are hurt with Polistic and Hakeem Zayek. Mm-hmm. So once we get them kind of back healthy, I think it's going to be different. I see the the next fixture with, um, or the, what are the, the reverse fixture at Liverpool, I think that will be very, very saucy, mm, especially if we can keep everybody healthy. So, my, 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 yeah, that should be a different story. Yeah, but with this one, Mane, I mean, what can you say about him? He's a heck of an athlete. We're witnessing peak Mane right yeah. now. He is one of the best players in the world. I mean, if they win a cup this year, I could see him leaving and trying something different. Yeah, I can see to- it. I think one of the one of the top three is probably going to leave, but this I think it's just top two: Salah or Mane. Firmino, yeah, one of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably the last hurrah this season, in my opinion, for Liverpool. They probably need to freshen it up. They're all getting a little older, 
as we all do. But yeah, Mane right now is he's got everything going in attacking player. Yeah, I mean just hustle, speed, finishing, dribbling, you name it. Yeah, the guy the guy's going to deliver for you. Yeah, and Tiago, wow, came on and just did Chelsea raw. Yeah, oh man. Um, when Chelsea played Bayern Munich, when Tiago was at Bayern um, last year, first game before lockdown, Mason Mount was said in an interview like he he knew what level he was on when he stepped on the field with Tiago. He's like, I couldn't get close to him. Ooh. The whole time he had the ball, it was like playing a ghost. I, I made up that last quote, but still, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's apt. He couldn't find him. Oh, man. Like, couldn't get close can't, to can't him. Can't get near him. Yeah. No. I mean, you saw it was – Liverpool stepped it up a notch. I mean, that was the perfect sub, perfect game opportunity, game script for Thiago to come on and just control things, just shut it down. Yeah, he's he's a heck of a player. I think that's a great buy. So, Joe, you got the yeah. next one. All righty. Well, I'm going to go Leicester 4 versus – the Burley men of Burnley. They had two. Burnley. So they lost. I got to give a quick shout-out. I'm, I'm calling it Breakout Player of the Year, Harvey Mother Effing Barnes. <laughs> he is breaking out. He looked extremely dynamic. A yep. goal and an assist. Um, yeah, what can you say? He's definitely taking a page out of Jamie Vardy's book. Extremely direct. Quick. Yes, and goes for it. You know, there's there's two types of speeds, I think. There's quick, and then there's crazy fast. And he's got both. Yeah. He's, it's, distance, it's incredible. Short distance, long distance. Yeah. He, he does have it all. He don't mess around. There's no sideways passes. There's no backwards passes. No, no, no. He, he's going for goal. Yeah, he puts himself into a good position where he can receive the ball in a dangerous position. So if he loses it, it really doesn't put his team under stress. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's he's going to be an intelligent player too. So yeah. No, look I, out. I see big things. Remember the name. <laughs> I mean, Burnley did go up one nothing. Um, Gosh, how many games was that that teams went up one nothing and just then just fell apart? Just took a poo. I mean, Leicester, top of the table. Uh, scoring lots of goals, spreading the wealth, spreading the goals. Um, yeah, left back, James Justin, first ever goal. They got on the score sheet. They're looking good. Um, Burnley, not so much. They're going to, you know, I feel like at a certain point you kind of hit a wall. Uh, you know, you make it up the Premier League, everything's new. You get that extra little adrenaline, extra bit of energy. But over time, it's hard to keep that going. Could be a tough, tough season for them. Although I do like Dwight McNeil, good game, good player. Burnley is an older squad, but McNeil is former Manchester United player, mm. only 20 years old, very silky. Yeah, he's got a silky smooth left foot. He's yeah, he's a little something silky, different. Silky, silky smooth. <laughs> very silky. So he brings a little something different. But yeah, Burnley, no Ben Mee or Tarkowski, uh, starting center backs from last season so we'll see what happens with them but otherwise yeah you gotta give Lester credit they are uh, delivering so far you know I'm I'm sorry I gotta just 
throw this out there. Tarkowski, I mean, he could play the role of, like, real-life Dumbo. Yeah. <laughs> I could. mean, you know, it's there is something that people can do to get your your ears right. Yeah. <laughs> they have the technology, people. I mean, you got the money, but, hey... Every time I see you, I smile. So thank yeah. you, Tarkowski. Oh, I mean, it could take his game up a notch. The, just make it more aerodynamic, right? Yeah, right. It's yeah. a little bit slower because to take of flight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh. we'll see. Burnley, though, I got the feeling it could be a long, long season for him. Yeah. Well, all right. Next game, Monday's game, Aston Villa one, Sheffield United zero. Sheffield United in the pink and black away jerseys. Looking a little different, but not bad. Um, They started out in the 14th minute. John Egan, your starting fantasy (laughs) center back, red card. He essentially did everything short of putting on a saddle and riding him to the triple crown. <laughs> Ollie Watkins, the new striker for Sheffield, Sheffield United. So, uh, so that so changed I, the game. I, I, I don't agree with that red card. Not at all. If you watch it, they both are grabbing each other and kind of pulling and pushing, pulling and pushing. I mean, this is a another thing. It's, it's almost one of those where a no call would have been better. Because if you no-call it, you can go back and review it and be like, well, maybe it's a yellow card. It's definitely not a red card. I mean, I know that we have different opinions on this, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's literally jockeying for position while they're running. So I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, I could have seen it be a no-call, and I would have been fine with that. Right. So that's, that's my opinion. You know, if if let's say the goalie Ramsdale doesn't come out and clear that ball and Ollie Watkins gets to it first and Egan stands him up, was the referee do then play on? More than likely. Maybe. So yeah. why the heck is it a red card? I think because it was such a perfect storm of the goalie being out the right distance to where if he's not impeded, and it was, they both were getting handsy. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. But if he had not been impeded, it was kind of a perfect setup for him to go around him, chip him. I mean, the goalie was kind of in no man's land. So yeah, I yeah. think that's I think that's kind of it was a perfect storm. But if if you're a referee, give him a yellow card. You can still go back and look at it on the monitor and really see, like you're right. You see it from behind. You know, I again, I've refereed before. I'm not perfect by any means, but I just wish these referees would take their ego out of it and really try to think about what's going on. Like, you're supposed to be there as just, I don't know, a a different term for a referee on the field, you know? (laughs) What are you? A referee. Yeah. I mean, you're just trying to officiate the game, but not really be important unless you're needed to be there to make a call. But when you make a decision like that, it changes everything. Yeah, so, it I didn't agree with it. Yeah, it definitely changed the game. I mean, Sheffield United, they had some good chances. Uh, Oliver Burke, 
new player, new signing for them. He looked kind of like a drunk, young Gareth Bale. Physically, he's a beast, but he's not putting it together. I know he's bounced around, former RB Leipzig uh, player. He's also Welsh. But we'll see what happens with him this year. Younger guy. Um, you think he's taken that, like, you know, that type of... Pilates? No, the the drunken monkey oh, yeah. like, fighting style. <laughs> it was just his feet. He's, like, getting all tripped over himself. I mean, oh. it just... But physically, he is. he looks like uh, a half... Uh, Sasquatch half human I mean the boy is big and stout Uh, so so he's so what you're saying Joe is he's really hairy yep exactly okay really hairy really hairy okay cool hairy gentleman also gotta have a quick shout out Emiliano Martinez gosh yeah Heaton the goalkeeper last year Tom Heaton is out with injury Aston Villa went in big, paid a little money for Arsenal's, uh, I guess you'd call him backup, but he was kind of battling for the number one spot. Yeah. He came through in a big way with a penalty save, and he's they, looking great. They also had Pepe Reina last year, which was a, yes, an absolute joke. Yeah, <laughs> he's still around. I, I, I remember seeing him a few times, like just jogging down the middle of the field while somebody scored on him. He was like, "Maybe I shouldn't have come out of my box to the other <laughs> box." <laughs> you think? He's, I mean, him and Will, Willie Caballero, like freaking it's, squirrely, man. They are. It's in the genes. It must be those bald. Yeah, bald, bearded. That's the look. Yep. Yeah, but man, he looked like just a. He looked like just a, I don't know what the word is, just a warrior out there for Aston Villa, man, just just saving everything. He's got the presence that I think they've been missing. And, shoot, that defense looked pretty good. I was impressed. Yeah, that PK save was really impressive. Yep. Both hands on it. Yep. That was sick. All right, so next game. The final game of the week was Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nope. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just everybody calls them wolves. wolves. Sorry. The Wandering Wolves. Yeah, the Wandering Wolves against Man City Citizens. (laughs) How about that? Yep. City. So, you know, Man City won three to one. Um, Man City pretty much bossed the first half. Uh, I don't know if even Wolves had shot on target in the first half or even put a shot in maybe one skied it or something but yeah man city owned the first half but in the second half wolves came out and really putting a hurt on man city i mean for a good 30 minutes of the second half they were they owned that game but unfortunately they were down two nothing while this was going on so before Wolves scored their goal, I mean, man, they literally could have scored two goals. So it could have been three to two, but they just didn't convert chances. Little, um, what's his name? It is Daniel. Yeah, Potence. Yeah, he uh, he tried to chip, um, which he almost did. It kind of bounced up. He tried to chip neck tattoo. <laughs> Brazilian. Oh, Ederson. Yeah. And I thought he had him hit the top net, but still. Yeah, it was, uh, man, what a game. Like, 
really was it was fun to watch. Um, Man City came out on top, but I think Wolves they just bought another Portuguese player from Barcelona. Yeah, Semedo. Yeah, so right a back. defender. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, they're really trying to just bring in Half everybody a- from Portugal. <laughs> Half of Portugal. Next thing we know, um, Ronaldo will come back yeah. and play for Wolves. Oh yeah, bring back Figo. Yeah, I mean, I bring uh, Nani back from yeah. MLS. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, why not? They're bringing half the other uh, players. So yeah, yeah. So I, I, I got a little. I really enjoy watching Wolves. Their coach, um, Nino Espirito Santos. It's just fun to say. Oh yeah, but rolls he, off the tongue. He is. He's a coach I would like to play for. I yeah. like their style. Yeah, they're tapping into something. I mean, yeah. he, he speaks to those type of players, especially the Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese. He speaks Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> he does speak Portuguese. And uh, Connor Cody, I guess, is the <laughs> basically the, the one old-school English guy. What is Dendonker? Like, what a name. <laughs> Gosh, he's a, he's a big old boy in the middle of the park, and his name is Dendonker. Dendonker. Like, that's something you call, like... A donk on you. Yeah. I mean, like a lady that you look at, and you're like, look at the dendonker on yeah, her or like, something. Have you seen the dendonker <laughs> on her? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. But one thing that people may have not have noticed, but I kind of caught it on. only reason I caught this was watching the highlights again. Um, Zach Steffen. Oh, yes. American. Yes. Goalkeeper. Back up. Made the bench. Yep. So oh, yeah. good for him. Yep. America. He's coming out there. for you. Yep. He's high hopes for him. It's looking good. I do have a question, though. Is Man City trying to bring back the goatee? <sighs> yeah, there were a lot of people out there. But I, I just honestly feel like, you know, they look at whatever – Kevin De Bruyne is doing KDB. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, what? It's working for him. Yeah. Like he is, he's butter on a biscuit. <laughs> he is straight up butter on a biscuit. He melts into it. So, yeah, yeah I got to try it out. Too. Just, yeah, I'm thinking about going on myself. Joe, you got some mad facial hair. You could, you yeah. could really have like Almost. a Fu Manchu with like a, a oh, lumberjack yeah. thing going on. <laughs> like, guys, if you want to see this and ladies, Start a little pot, put some money in. We'll yeah. let Joe just grow this thing yeah, out. I'll, we're going to bring it back for days. Me I and mean, KDB. Next week, you could have one that's two feet long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, him and Sterling. Yeah. I got to shout out my boy, Phil Foden. Yep. And I mean, my boy, as in, he's on my fantasy team. Off the waiver wire. <laughs> yeah. Joe and I, uh, played against each other in fantasy and he pipped me yep bye thanks to phil well thanks to me making yeah. a silly mistake <laughs> and benching a goalie allison allison that saved a penalty i swore that chelsea were going to put some past him but didn't see a red card coming yeah so. i would have made the same yeah. move myself yeah just, what can you do yeah i don't i really don't know what to do with him and arsenal this time yeah because my other, my other goalie, um, Crystal Palace, Ganita. Yeah, Guaita. What? what? Guaita. Yeah, Guaita. Yeah, Guaita. <laughs> we have fun saying yeah. names on this podcast. <laughs> yes. 
just listen to our other podcast where Matt tries to pronounce silly words that he cannot. <laughs> you don't want to hear the outtakes. Oh man, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we're about to move into our first segment of the evening. Maybe running a little, little behind on time, but hey, we're having fun. We're doing it. Yep. So the first one is called Creme de la Prem. It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la. Oh, yes, sir. So, Joe, who you got for your creme de la prem this this week? Oh, so I got a guy. Couple things. Number one, you're not gonna like him. Number two, okay, he played out of position. Oh yeah. And number three. Oh man. He looked amazing slash shut down team overner. He also had a goatee. So yes. there's a theme. Here. <laughs> there's a theme. It's coming back. Count on it. I'm going with Fabinho. The Liverpool normally center midfielder, defensive midfielder, jack of all trades. He slotted in beside Virgil Van Dyke. He locked it down. They look good. He looked extremely sharp. Um you know, there's been some question on whether are they going to go with Joe Gomez, Joe Matip. Well, uh, for sure, Fabinho, if they need him, he can answer the call. Yeah, especially now that they got Tiago. I mean, he can take that position yeah. in midfield and just, man. Oh, absolutely. Do his thing. So they might have found a new dimension to their game. Super. I'm yeah, glad so, that Liverpool found I know that. you're loving it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, Wonderful. So that is my creme de la prem okay. for this week. What about you, Matt? So I'm going to go with the game on Monday. Again, we're potting on Wednesday. Technical difficulties. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh-huh. Goal. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, I love some KDB, but, um, man, he, he got done dirty on this one. <laughs> Little Daniel Potence. Ooh, yeah, he got a taste of his own medicine. Gets the ball outside the box, close to the sideline, looks up, and this kid is crazy quick. So, you know, KDB is backing off him just a little bit, just a little bit, and then Potence fakes like he's going down the line, so KDB steps that way. Wide open legs, megs him. <laughs> KDB's dirty. like, oh man. Oh, Come that's on. what it feels like. Oh, Come on. <laughs> and then not only does he do that, but he lays a delicious silver platter, smorgasmorg. I mean, oh. just Rao Human has ate it up. Oh, just just crashed a strong header onto emphatic. it. Emphatic. Yeah, and just burned Ederson's snack tattoo off <laughs> just while it went it by. Off. <laughs> Woo! It left the ink dripping. Yeah, yeah that was that was rough. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good good goal. Yeah, it was it was had a little bit of everything. It was sexy. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So moving on to the next segment. This segment um, is the anti Crendel Prim, and it is called. Bless your heart. 
that's right. <laughs> oh, Joe, that's that was right. Good. That was um, good. So, like I said before, you do not want to end up on this segment. Yeah. Unfortunately, I found the guy. Who do you got? I'm going with the West Brom coach, Slavin Bilic. Yeah. Egregious on several levels. Okay, so they got a red card, Kieran Gibbs, right before halftime. Yep. What does our buddy Slavin proceed to do? He follows Mike Dean down, almost down the tunnel. Berates him. I mean, just goes after him. Goes after him. Nothing. Gets a warning. Please stop talking to me, essentially. Please stop. I'm going to card you. And what does he keep doing? He keeps talking. And he gets a red card. Stupid. His team was still in the game. Turns out they got obliterated in the second half. West Brom cannot afford to throw away points like this. Right. And also, if there was any question in my mind whether to pick Slavin for the Bless Your Heart segment, all that evaporated when I saw his post-game interview and got a good look at his fashion choice of a single solitary earring. George Michael? No. No, so he doesn't have the dangly, like... Dangly cross? No. (laughs) The vanilla ice? No. Wow. No, not even a gold ring, you know, the circle band. No, no, no. It's a black, tiny black square. Like, go with a diamond stud. I I wonder if that has any significance to him I hope so, because otherwise, why are you going with that look? If anybody knows, please email us. Yes. Let us know. SearSoccerStuds at Gmail. Yeah, that just that was a cherry on top. I was like, no, no, no. You're on my list this week, buddy. That was dumb decision after dumb decision. Wow. So, bless your heart, Slava. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, this week, Joe, you know, I love my boys. I love my Chelsea boys. But like I've said, I'm just a – just as big of a critic of Chelsea as I am of any other team, except maybe Tottenham. But, <laughs> like, I really go after my team when they don't perform well, so I've got to give two bless your hearts this, this week. First one to Andreas Christensen. Like I said in, when we were discussing the game, he actually played really well up until this point. But then a ball was played over the top, he let Mane get a run and start on him. Mane's always going to win that. But I just don't know what he was thinking by taking him out. Like, he rugby tackled him. I mean, I mm. when I first saw it, I was like, nah, they just came together and he cr- crossed and Mane crossed in front of him and their legs got tangled up. No, 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 no. When they showed the replay, like, he arm-wrapped him. Took him to the ground. It was pitiful. It really was. So (laughs) I I just don't know what his mindset was, and I don't know if there's ever a point right before the end of the first half where you make that decision because you know if you hit him, it's going to be a red card. And he did. Why not just see what happens? Maybe your goalie takes him out. Well, it's Keppa, so... Give him a red card. That's fine. We got Willie on the bench. Like yeah. He's a lot better. <laughs> but I just didn't understand that decision. So, yeah, bless your heart, Christensen. And I don't know if he's going to get a lot of playing time because Tamori came on and played pretty well. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, 
Zuma, who I think is one of our, if not the best, center back. But then we've also got Tiago Silva, yeah, who got some game time today in the Carabao Cup, and that looked pretty well. So he can read the play. You know, he's 36 as of today, I think. Okay. Yeah, our age. It's good. Veteran. Yeah, good yeah. age. Yeah. Strong age. So I just, you know, I just – Feel like Christensen has really got to maybe put some meat on those bones. Like he's tall, but mm. like he needs to get the Virgil lanky. Van Dyke yeah. look to him. You yeah, know? put a <laughs> little bit of meat yep. on you. Yep. So get it. So Christensen was my first one. Keppa, my second one. Oh, mm. Keppa. Oh man, that was that was actually kind of sad to watch. Really. Yeah, it, what was really unfortunate is that he played better after this mistake. So the mistake I'm talking about, he tries to play out of the back and he telegraphs a pass. Now, Joe, when we were growing up, we heard that a lot from our South African coaches, right? So yes. tell everybody, what does telegraphing a pass mean? It means your body language, your head, where you're facing, your hips, everything. You're showing where you're going to play the ball. Yeah. And anybody you literally look and say, "Hey, hey, Mane." Yeah, I'm looking right here. I'm looking at this guy. I'm kicking it right here. Yeah, extremely like elite players can disguise it. Like elite midfielders, players who are always on the ball. Keppa, that's not you. Yeah. So he decides to just uh, try to play out the back, which I mean, maybe he's taught to do that. I get it, but in certain circumstances. Just kick the crap out of the ball and get rid of it, you know? But he plays the ball right to Mane, who I feel like got a little bit lucky with his touch, but still he's a world-class player, so he just softened the the touchdown and just scored. After that, I think that Kepa actually played pretty well or made some decent saves, but at the same time, anything that he saves, I'm happy with. Yeah. Because the last probably – 10 shots that he's had on him. No, it's been like, as of the last game, it could have been 15 shots, but 10 of them have scored. Like, that's terrible statistics as a goalie. And he has no confidence anymore. Yeah, you could just see, like, the whole weight of the world was on him after he made that mistake. I mean, it was like, I felt bad for him. Yeah. So, um, again, I will say that we're signing a new goalkeeper. He apparently has had a month-long physical because <laughs> this guy is Very so tall. Detailed. I'm pretty sure he's six foot five, maybe even six foot six. Like he is tall. Has a lot of body to check. Yeah. So um, hopefully he gets reported uh, as a Chelsea player tomorrow. Apparently the physical went well. All. You know, 17 of them. <laughs> Got to go a foot at a time or something. Yeah. I don't even know. But, yeah, I think Kepa's days are numbered, and it's really sad. You know, I think the best thing to do is send him out on loan. Yeah. You I know, think really, if he goes back to Spain or something, yeah. perhaps. it could Because that confidence, I mean, that, that was the look of a broken man, like when he let that goal go in. I mean, did his you confidence know? is destroyed. Joe, did you know uh-huh. that – when he moved to Chelsea, right when he moved here, his girlfriend of eight, eight year, eight or nine years left him. Oh, really? 
Ooh. They moved to London together. I didn't. I found this Ooh. out like just recently. Oh, I read an article, and I'm sorry, I can't remember where I were, I read it, but yeah, his girlfriend for eight or nine years left him when they got to England. Now it was a little bit, probably after Mauricio Sari left, so it's been a little bit, but still. I think that might have been right when his confidence went down because if you... Oh, man, yeah, that has to make an impact. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he's in London. He can literally... a lot of money. Like, make a lot of money, but, you know, COVID's going on, so anytime you have a special lady come over, you get in trouble for it, so... Yeah, he's kind of locked down. So He can't rebound. A man needs to rebound in that situation. And, I mean, as as a... Soccer player in general, um, you need to have confidence. But in your personal life, because we think of these guys as just almost like just little machines on FIFA. Yeah. Like they do have personal lives, like stuff affects them. Yeah. And something like that can really tear into somebody's sight, man. I've, I've gone through it a bunch of times. And I've done some stupid things because of, (laughs) you know, the opposite sex. So I I know, Man, I know Lampard, I think, as well. His wife or long-term girlfriend at some point left him back in the day. So I'm sure he knows kind of the what he's feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen his, his wife, Lampard's, but... No. I'm he, sure he's, he's not, not crying him. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it. you got to get back on that horse. Yeah. So feel real bad for him, but I think you're exactly right. Get him back into Spain. Make him feel comfortable with the surroundings. Speak the same language. You know, just just get him out there for two-year loan, and maybe he finds his way back. Because I think there might be a good goalkeeper in there, but he's just not comfortable in England right now. So, yeah. you know, Keppa, if you if you listen, man, find yourself. Go, go hike the Alps for a little <laughs> while, man. Appalachian Trail. Yeah. <laughs> Come to America. <laughs> I said Alps, right? You did. Okay, not Alps. <laughs> <laughs> no, Appalachian Trail. Yeah. That's what we do. We're yeah. American. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You might freeze to death on the Alps. You might. I'm sure there's some stuff that you can hike. I'm sure. In the summertime. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go That's find true. yourself, bro. All right. Get, it, get, get yourself right. Get it right. All right, so you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. You know what time Y'all it is. Y'all know it's time for... Oh, yes, love that song. Fine as frog's hair. Hurts my eardrums a little bit. They get so high on yeah, that note. Oh, boy, she hits it. So, anyway, Matt, this week... We've already talked on him a little bit. It's Tiago. Oh. Oh. Yes. So what was the name of that band that you... Young... Hold on. Young Gun Silver Fox. Yeah. That's Tiago's new name. (laughs) That is him. (laughs) Golly. Yeah. It got that silver just glinting in the hair. Man, I hope he hears this podcast and he'd be like, man... Y'all better start calling me Young Gun Silver Fox. Yeah, that's me. Y'all better start calling me YGSF. Yeah. <laughs> that's him. I mean, the man, wow, came on at halftime. Completed more passes than any Chelsea player. 
completed yeah. 75 passes in 45 minutes. That's more passes than anybody since they've started recording stats in 2003. Are you sure that it, Jorginho, when Mauricio Sarri wasn't here, didn't play like 75 balls back in one game or even in, in like three minutes? Because yeah. <laughs> he only goes back. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Well, 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm sure Jorginho has had more in a whole game. Yeah, mm. probably a few other, few other players. But man, what a performance! I mean, he just came on and took an already good team up a notch. I mean, it's kind of exciting to see what they're going to accomplish with him in the lineup. It's a little intimidating, honestly. I mean, the man has—he's a cocky son of a gun. Within, yeah. Within yeah. a minute of coming on, he was telling Trent Alexander-Arnold where to go. And VVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boston. That's, them that's not a venereal disease. Yeah, it's not. Those aren't two. That's Van Dyke. TAA and yeah. VVD. Yeah. I mean, when you can come on the field and just basically say and point to Virgil Van Dyke and say, yeah. put it on my foot right here so yeah. I can make some magic happen. If you have that presence and that respect that other players, like I'm talking some of the best players in the entire league, they're like, okay, this guy is – the boss right now. I'm pretty sure James Milner like shines his shoes. He probably does. <laughs> He's like, who's this guy? He can he can uh, clean my do my laundry for me. Yeah, James Milner. Uh, I oh, think, he works here. Oh, he's on the team. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. James Milner is only. I think they were saying like he hit the 500 Premier League game mark. Like, there's only been eight other players to ever do it, and Tio walks in, and he's like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, like, uh. And James Miller is like, whatever you want, bro. I yeah. got you. <laughs> whatever you to help need. you. It's like, good. Cause Let it's me my, those shoes. It's my midfield now, buddy. <laughs> Jordan Henderson, look out. I mean, it's, it's exciting. He Yeah, he plays with a certain swagger. He does a lot of passes, but also he did a little shimmy. I mean, he, he likes to lay it on thick. Like, he likes he likes uh, to show off a little bit, too. So it's going to be exciting, some of those passes. Yeah, I, I can't think, wait. I think he's got a little Brazilian flair in him. Yeah, like definitely he, but he's intelligent too. Like he does it at the right time. Now, don't get me wrong. Every now and then, when he played at Bayern Munich, like he would try to force a pass that wasn't needed and get himself into trouble. But what I like about him is he's actually really gritty. Because if he makes that bad pass, and person wins the ball and starts coming forward, like, he'll straight up take him out. Oh, yeah. And then he'll look at the referee and be like, what'd you expect me to do? Yeah. Like, uh, I had to. Yeah. Oh, man. He, Don't give me a yellow card. You keep that in your yeah. pocket. <laughs> I'm Tiago. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't you know who I am? I've watched this guy for a long time, and, man, when I heard the first news that Liverpool were thinking about getting him, I was like, man, come on. Man, There's very few players that could elevate that team, but he is one, and, yeah, he showed it. 45 minutes, I mean, that don't get you excited. I, I don't know what will. You know, Liverpool and Klopp have done something, and their owners as well, that I really respect. You know, Chelsea has thrown money, thrown money for many, many years. Um, this year, I thought we spent money well. We bought a lot of young players, some that will not play for us for a little while. We send them right out on loan. But we need to have, you know, a little bit of gel going forward. And I think we'll have that in a few years' time. But <clears throat> what Liverpool did that I really like was they believed in the manager, and the manager believed in a player. 
So when you have that belief from the top down, and you literally say, all right, Jurgen Klopp, who do you want? And he says, I want Allison and Virgil van Dyke. Well, they they cost too much. Okay. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. Right. That's who we need. That's who we're going to get. So whenever you're ready to get them, I'll be sitting here. Yeah. You just make a phone call, and I'll, I'll confirm it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think Tiago is one of those as well. Yes. They – I think Jurgen Klopp's been call, calling Tiago since he was in the Bundesliga, probably. Oh man, oh man, Klopp has a just a, a crush, like a man crush on Tiago. You could see it after the game, like he was he was wanting to hug all over him. Like he was like, "Whoa, man, calm down a little bit." He's, he is a big hugger, though. He, he is, but even by his standards, he was going for it a little bit with Tiago. Well, he gave him a hug before he even went out on the field. He's he came up to him. And he was like, "He likes to touch." Hey, man. Yeah, <laughs> bring it in. Come here, my son. Yeah. <laughs> Come daddy, here, young gun. Give daddy fox. A hug. <laughs> I'm going to send you out into this world that we call the Premier League. This dangerous world. Let it be your your garden where you explore. <laughs> <laughs> dig <laughs> it. <laughs> dig it, buddy. Oh, man. So, yeah. What, what can you say? I'm, I'm excited, man. Tiago, he's taking him up a notch. I didn't know if it was possible, but wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's silky smooth. You know, we usually talk about silky smooth left-footed players, but he's just just his whole aura yeah. about the team. Like, if you had somebody, you know, one of these hippies from Asheville <laughs> or something, can read people's aura. Like, like oh, yeah, like, yeah, he would just be rainbow color, just psychedelic. They would be like, him. you know what? I can't even look I at can't this even guy. Look. <laughs> Time out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my fine-as-frog's hair. Um, I got to go with the Ginger King once again. Mm-hmm. KDB, but not only KDB, KDB and Paisley. Oh, man. That is like... Like satin-looking Paisley. Yeah. That's like sex and it's, chocolate. It's man. shimmering, man. It just <laughs> goes too well together. Yes, my goodness. But yeah, you know, the Paisley, we've talked about the Paisley jersey. I mean, I would never wear a another team in the Premier League's jersey just because I'm true Chelsea. Mm. But, gosh, like it's really making me want to get that jersey. Wow. Oh, man, it's phenomenal. Gosh, that is. And the only thing I wish they would have done is continue the Paisley on the back. Yes. Yeah, it's – they yeah, I don't like that block how they blocked it out. Just yeah. let it let it shine. Yeah, there's no need to just cut it off. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, it's 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 amazing jersey. But um, the reason I like the Ginger King, um, he is I think one of the best passers of the ball I've ever seen. And it's not, you know, there's so many different ways to pass a ball, but what I appreciate about him is the crisp pass that he plays to everyone, but he also puts his on the ground really smooth across the field. Now, don't get me wrong, they're playing on some unbelievable fields, but yes, when he puts it on the ground, it's much easier for his teammate to control it instead of something that's you know skipping right before it gets to him. And it's something real simple to 
try to teach to somebody, but for them to actually accomplish it is a different story. And he does it just with so much ease. You know, he he's just a hell of a player. <laughs> I mean... He, he is an astonishing player. I'm still really frustrated that he wasn't given a chance by Jose Mourinho oh, at Chelsea. Man. Yeah, what what might have been? Him and Mo Salah and Romelu Lukaku were there all at the same time wow. with Eden Hazard. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Like, that could have been a really raunchy team. That would have been raunch city, my Dirty. friend. Yeah. Dirty. Uh, dang. Yeah, just every every pass is perfectly weighted, crisp, you name it. Yeah, the weight of the ball is a very, very technical thing to understand as well. It's almost like for people that understand golf, you can chip a ball onto the green. Just about anybody can do that. Yeah, it can hit the green, but yeah, where does it stop? Exactly. KDB either puts it in the hole <laughs> – or puts in an inch from the hole each time. Like, yes. it's perfect. Yes. I mean, Short he's, pass, long pass, crosses. My goodness. He oh, his crossing. Though, <clears throat> what I don't understand is why these first-time crosses aren't played, played in more. So, KDB is known from hitting. He's on the right side of the field. He plays the ball forward. Somebody plays it back to him. So, he's outside the box, a little bit far out, and he just hits a one-time curling effort away from the goalkeeper. Now, he can play this like back post. He can play it front post. But it's such an incredible ball that, I mean, he puts it around the defender so that it can curve back into his player making the run. I mean, it's an unbelievable sexy ball. (laughs) And as an attacker, you know, you want to make that run and – just get on the end of that ball. It's just, wow. I don't understand why people aren't doing it more. And, I mean, like today, I was watching Chelsea versus Burn, uh, Barnsley. Yes. Yeah. Barnsley, yep. So, in the Carabao Cup. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a completely different player, but Azpilicueta. Everybody at Chelsea calls him Dave <laughs> because they couldn't pronounce his last name to right. save their lives. So, he's a defender. But same thing. Like, let's say Cullum Hudson-Odoi, double baron name again, uh-huh. goes down the line, can't get a cross off, so he plays it back. What does Ospilicueta do? He stops the ball with the bottom of his cleats and then tries to whip in a cross. Like, no, use the pace of the pass coming to you to hit that in. It's going to be a much crisper pass. Yeah. You can put more velocity on it. It's going to be more dangerous, and if you cannot do that, maybe you shouldn't be playing soccer. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, KDB, that's – yeah, he has some great stuff, great victory that he helped him get. Yeah, every pass, good shooting. Yeah, you put in a real – I mean, Wolves were – they, they were looking a little better second half than Man City, but they never gave up. KDB was putting in a shift, too, putting in some hustle. Yeah, he showed a different uh, side than what we normally think about him. Yeah, he's all around probably one of my favorite players to watch right now. Yeah, it's must-watch viewing for me. Like, I don't miss a game, and yeah. I don't even like Man City. But Yeah, 
It's that's what's great about the Premier League, though. I mean, you've got, and I hope that the Premier League is able to continue to do this. I mean, it is the most watched league in the world. So, do they offer the most money too, or is it just the recognition that you're getting by being the Premier League that draws players to it? Maybe it's the coaches. What do you think, Joe? I would agree. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of each. Okay. I mean, a lot of players would consider it the best. I know Spain has a good uh, claim at that. You know, Real Madrid, Barcelona. But Premier League, yeah, I think it's all around the best league. It's the toughest all around. Every week is a battle. If you really want to test yourself, you go to England. Yeah. I mean, it's end of story. Money, very good. Um, I saw a statistic uh, the other day. About how uh, I think it was AC Milan was maybe fifth in the money, uh, the list of clubs. And that was maybe maybe 2007. Now they're 25th. I mean, you have teams like Leicester making more money. I mean, the money in Premier League, the TV contracts, yeah, TV rights, yeah, yeah, it gives them a leg up. So they even minor teams in the Premier League can afford to pay big money to some of these players. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, one thing that we should talk about one week is the actual transfer and what all goes into it. You know, it's completely yeah. different than the U.S. and anything else. I mean, it, it really is. So you have a transfer fee to another club. You have to pay them what the club think that they're worth. That's only to even be able to speak to the player. Then you have to agree personal terms with the player. So you're yeah. – then you got agent fees, yeah, signing bonus. I mean, yeah, sponsorships. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yes, it's the, never simple. Sorry, uh, add-ons. Yeah, add-ons. So if they, yes, if while they're at that team, they make yeah. things happen, like they win the league, they win the Champions League. Yeah, a certain amount of appearances, goals, yeah. any yeah. of that. Well, you, more money. Yeah. So you almost yeah. want your player to perform, but at the same time you don't so that you don't have to play the yeah. other club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, on the back end, it could cost you a lot, somebody successful. But then again, you know, if you're winning league titles, winning Champions League, you'll be happy with it. Yeah, true, true. The Champions League for me is the creme de la creme. Yeah. I mean – for the longest time, Chelsea was the last English team to win it until Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, guys, we've uh, kind of gone over on time this week, so we're not going to get to the rocking chair hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week we will discuss on the rocking chair the the importance of atmosphere, Yeah. what it means, how we feel about it. What's the best atmosphere you've ever experienced at a sporting event? With fans. Like yes. fans it really produce lot. that atmosphere. Yeah. So. With, with, with the lack of fans here lately, it's just it's been on my mind. So, yeah, just want to – we'll discuss that. And we're still waiting on people to give us an idea for the name for the Rocking Chair Hour. Yes, we're waiting. Yeah, the sewing circle, something southern. That means people are sitting around talking. Yeah. Could be the Bud Light and Dip moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the back of the truck. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the tailgate. The tailgate. Oh, 
We just named Guys, it. We, we may have just named we this. We just named it. Wow. Dang. Okay. Good work. All right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for your yeah, uh, thanks, input. <laughs> the we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we've now closed <laughs> the submission box. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, once again, we appreciate you spending the time with us. You came for the footy and stayed for the accents. All right. Yes, sir. So please write us a review, uh, like us. You'll find us on Instagram, email, all that's in the show notes. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, five it's stars. It's all Sears Soccer. Yep. Studs. Sears Soccer Studs. So yeah, until next time, studs up. Studs <laughs> up.